Welcome to the Kingdom Citizen Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Phillips, ready for a great episode today as we guide you through what it means as a kingdom citizen to be established in the faith. Now, I'm here to encourage you, to inspire you, and challenge you to a higher level of living out your faith as a kingdom citizen expressing biblical kingdom citizenship. That's going to start when we're established in the faith. So let's jump into today's episode and get into it. And I hope that you hear from the Lord. I hope you're more established in the faith. And I hope you live up to your full potential as a kingdom citizen. Let's go. Welcome to the Kingdom Citizen Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Phillips. I can't wait to talk with you today about expanding our understanding of what it means to walk with Jesus as a kingdom citizen, enjoying everything we have we've been given in Christ Jesus and living out our faith and service to him. Now, we're talking about kingdom citizenship. That's kind of our theme for this season. And one of the biggest things on my heart in the last several years and what we're doing in our ministry, what we're talking about with all our friends, what I'm doing in my own life and my growth and development as a kingdom citizen is making sure that as kingdom citizens, we're really established in the faith. Now, when we think about this phrase, being established in the faith, well, in church today, it seems like there's a lot of talk, and when you're at church or when you're listening to other podcasts or even in songs and stuff, it's like there's a lot of talk about growing in my faith, and I want you to see that, the my faith. Well, the only problem with that line of thought is my faith what I come up with, how I want to pursue God, the parameters I put on Jesus or what it means to follow him. The problem with developing my faith or uh, growing in my faith is my faith has too much of me in it. You know, Jesus is proclaiming the kingdom of God through his life and through his works and his teaching has laid out for us the teachings of the faith, not my faith or how I want to pursue God. Jesus is laying out the teachings of the faith, the way of God to guide the life of all the subjects of his kingdom. You know, not only did Jesus live it out and lay it out and walk it out for us and prove it, the apostles, they taught it to us in their teachings that have been recorded in the Bible. They've taught these things to us. They've handed them down to us of what they learned from Jesus and then took on into their own life and lived out through the church. They handed them down to us teachings to be learned, teachings to be obeyed, teachings to be put into practice. You know, in biblical times, for one to be considered actually mature and established in the faith, well, they would be rooted in these teachings. They'd be built up in these teachings, and they would be strengthened in the life of the body, and they'd be strengthened in their relationships of other Christians, strengthened in these teachings that Jesus laid out and were handed down by the apostles. Now, we're going to look at the book of Colossians to kind of get a deeper understanding into what we're talking about. So in Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, I want you to see what we're talking about and the difference between me building up my faith or my own approach, my own way, my own desires. And making sure I'm standing on the solid rock of the faith. Here's what Paul said to the church, trying to figure this out just like we are. 
And here's what Paul wrote to them in Colossians 2, verse 6 and 7. He said, so then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted in Christ, built up in him, and strengthened in the faith as we were taught, and at the same time overflowing with thanksgiving. So what we're seeing here in Colossians is as this church is trying to figure it out, hey, what does it really mean for us to be established in the faith, to be firm, to be rooted, to be strengthened? Paul lays it out real good for us, you know, and to be established in the faith, for us to really be with him and and pursuing in the way of God, not just our way. Paul lays out a few things in that scripture that we all need to take note of and, and bring into our life and live out to truly be established in the face. And here's the first one. The first one is you must receive Christ. That's the first thing Paul said in verse six, having received him. And guys, there's no way we can be established in the faith just by uh, following a certain doctrine or applying ourselves to a certain way of life or the fact that we were baptized as a baby or that our parents or our grandparents were Christian. You know, no one in this world was born a follower of Christ. No one was born a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. In order to be a kingdom citizen, in order to be found in Christ, we must receive him. Here's what I want you to think about. I want you just to imagine, if you're watching, you can kind of see my hands going across. If you're listening, just imagine this. Imagine in front of you a timeline of your life. And on the far left side of that timeline, you see the first dot that kind of signifies your life. It happened nine months after you were conceived or somewhere around that. And that first dot on that timeline of your life, it signifies what has come to be known as your birthday, right? I mean, somehow, some way, you broke forth, you were born, and somebody documented the day, they documented the time, and they said, this child has been born. Now, as you go on to the right of that timeline, I want you just to imagine, I mean, you know your life better than anybody. I know mine, and I'm imagining some of those same little dots along the timeline of my life. Some are more meaningful than others. Some really started to etch out the way we see the world, the way we see other people, the way we see ourselves, the way we see God. But those little dots on the timeline of our life, they start to shape us. They start to mold us into how we see the world, our worldview. And they really start to dictate how we see God. Now, I want you just to keep looking on the timeline of your life. Think of all those events that are shaping you, molding you. And I want to ask you this question. Where on the timeline of your life is the big dot? And what I mean by the big dot, it's not just how you decide, you know, I'm going to start doing better. I'm going to start living better. I'm going to stop doing this and start doing that. I'm going to start going to church. I'm going to start reading my Bible. I'm going to stop this vice or this sin, as some people would call it, whatever it might be. Now, those are little dots. Where's the big dot? You see, when Jesus was trying to describe what it means to receive him, he met with a man named Nicodemus in John chapter three. And in that time of meeting with him, Jesus said, Nicodemus, you know a lot. Nicodemus, you're very religious. You're a ruler and a leader among your people. But let me tell you something, Nicodemus. Unless you are born again, you cannot even see nor enter the kingdom of God. You must be born of flesh 
and you must be born of spirit to enter my kingdom, to be that kingdom citizen. And I love how Jesus used the thing that every human being has to go through, natural birth to exist, to help us get this concept of what it means to enter into his kingdom. And I want you to apply that to the story of your life right now. Remember that first dot when you were born the first time? See all those little dots along the way that have shaped you and molded you in good ways and bad? And I want to ask you a question. Has there been that time where you have encountered Christ in such a way that you have seen him for who he really is and you see yourself for who you really are and realize I need Jesus? And through your acknowledgement of a need for him, through the confession of your sin and your shame and your guilt from what you have done, what you have said, what you have thought against God, against others, against yourself, and you've expressed to him, Lord, I can't save myself. I can't fix what has been broken. I need Jesus and the death that he died for me and the fact that he's been raised from the dead for me. I need Jesus to forgive me and to cleanse me and to save me once and for all. You see, if that has happened in your life, guess what? That's the big dot on the timeline of your life. That's the day when you went from death to life. That's the day when you went from blind to seeing. That's the day when when you left from being away from God to being joined from God, to being a part of the kingdom of darkness and brought into the kingdom of God. It's the big dot on the timeline of your life. So here's the question again. Has that big dot happened? Have you received Christ? Listen, the only way to be a kingdom citizen is to have received Jesus, as we see there in Colossians, verse six. Now let's look at the second thing. As we have received Christ, Paul goes on to talk about that being a kingdom citizen, it means to continue in him. He said, just as you receive Christ, continue in him. And what he means is continue in him in the same manner as you received him. You know, so many of us think, man, I was saved by grace. I was saved when I was spiritually bankrupt. I was saved when I had nothing to offer God, just me. Not even the promise of doing good. I just had me to offer him. But now that I'm saved, now that I'm in Christ, now that I received him, well, now I have to earn it. Now I have to keep up with it. I got to do all this stuff. Listen, Paul says, a kingdom citizen, it's one who is established in the faith because they've received Christ. And they're established in Christ because they continue in him in the same manner. And that manner is by faith in the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to share with you something amazing. When Paul was coaching up his cohort, his team member named Titus, who was going to this certain island to work with all the churches that were there, he wanted him to go and establish people in the faith and make sure they know this. And here's what Paul told Titus to communicate to those believers so that they would be established in the faith. Here's what he told him. Titus chapter three, let's, let's start with verse uh, four. All right, well, verse three, actually. He says, at one time, you two were foolish, disobedient, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. That's how you used to live when you belonged to the kingdom of darkness. He said, we lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. That's the old way. He said, but when the kindness and love of God, our savior appeared, he saved us. 
not because of righteous things that we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us, how? Through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us graciously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Why? So that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. Guys, I want to encourage you today. As you have received Christ, listen, be established in him by continuing in him in that same manner by the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, if we're really going to be established in the faith, not only do we receive him, be found in him and continue in him, but Paul says you are to be rooted in him. I want you to think of it this way. This rootedness, I want you to think of it, that's my foundation. Listen, if we're really going to be established in the faith, not blown back and forth by every wind and deception that comes down the pipe, not every passing fad of our culture or the onslaught of deception that comes at us, if we're really going to be rooted, we have to stand on that foundation. Listen, kingdom citizens are established on the rock of God's word, the truth of who they are in Christ. So be rooted in him. And then Paul goes on to say, not only will you be rooted, but you're to be built up in him. Man, what's that talking about? With a solid foundation, you're rising up to be like a city on a hill, a shining city, to be like a lamp that's been lit and not put under a bushel, as Jesus said, but set up on a hill so that everyone can see. We are built up in him, not just for our own sake. We are built up in him to shine the light of the kingdom of God, to shine the light of God's goodness and his truth so that all can see and find the path to come out of the kingdom of darkness and come into the kingdom of light. So Paul says, be rooted in him. Be built up in him and you will be strengthened and overflowing with thanksgiving. Man, that is a great sign of establishment. How do you know if you're established? Well, I'm rece- I've received Christ. I am rooted in him. I'm continuing in him in that same way, not on my own strength or my own ability, but by the Holy Spirit of God that's brought me to life. I'm being built up in him on a strong foundation and I move and I live and I walk strengthened in him for everything that would come against me, for every opportunity that comes my way and every potential heartache that I might face. I am strengthened in him. I am established in the faith. Jesus laid doubt and was handed down to me. Listen, if we're not, the dreams and aspirations and hopes that we once had for our lives as citizens of heaven, they're going to be dashed on the rocks that Paul mentions in Colossians 2 verse 8. I want you to see this real quick. And at Colossians 2 verse 8, we see Paul says, listen, you must be established in the faith to see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow or deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on the basic principles of Christ. Listen, if we're not established in the faith, we are going to be deceived. 
and these hopes and dreams, they will be dashed upon the rocks of vain and hollow philosophies of men. The trappings and the teachings of the kingdoms of this world. Now, to help with this, for all those that are in our ministry and our friends, we put together a book called The Teachings of the Faith. It's 21 lessons broken into seven segments. It's great for personal Bible study, personal growth, but it's really designed for a community of believers, like in a small group. It walks you through, uh, you or your small group, through seven traits that characterize a disciple of Christ, that one that's actually established in the faith. I think you're going to find that as you start getting into this, uh, this teaching and, and identifying these seven traits that Jesus taught and his, and his apostles handed down, that they keep rotating in and out of the gospels and the epistles, you start to realize that, man, I'm taking on some traits and attitudes that I'm going to be able to build on for a lifetime as one who is established in the faith as a kingdom citizen. So here's my prayer. Here's my desire for you. That as a kingdom citizen, you would truly be established in the faith that's handed down by Jesus and his apostles. Here's what I'm desiring for you as a kingdom citizen, that you would see life transformation as the faith takes root and builds you up and strengthens you. And my desire for you kingdom citizens is that you would overflow with thankfulness and what God's doing in your life as a kingdom citizen. Being established in the faith should bring us to a point where we're overcoming those habitual sins that keep creeping up into our life. And if you're finding yourself in one of those spots where you're like, man, I thought I put this thing to rest. I thought I put this thing to bed, but it keeps coming up and haunting my life. I need victory over it. That may be a sign that you need to be established in the faith, not just in my faith, your faith, not just in the fads and trends, but truly established in the faith. Now, I mentioned one of the resources that FAM has in a Bible study and book for small groups we put together called The Teachings of the Faith. In the podcast, there's going to be a way for you to get access to that down in the notes, or you can go on our website and order it. And I want to just give you encouragement today. Don't give up. Stay in the fight and seek every way in your life to be established on that solid rock. Hey, if you're being touched by this, you're being encouraged, write a review with us. We'd love to hear what God's doing. Help us get the word out about it and join us on the conversation on our Instagram at GoFam. So go and be in it, but not of it.